Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Vampire the Masquerade, Twin Cities by Night. Negligence is our first story arc for a campaign that takes place in 2010 in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, Minnesota. Follow Ophelia, a Toreador played by Alex, Jonathan, a Venture played by David, Katow, a Gangrel played by Quinn, and William, a Venture played by Slavic, as they are pulled out of their seclusion and tasked to investigate a series of gruesome murders. If you'd like to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. You see him roll up to the valet. The valet gets his car. He gets out. But right when he's getting out, you see Jonathan and Ophelia come walking up. Uh, before before yeah. I want to make sure that my Glock 22 is loaded. It is. holstered. Okay. And I've got the additional two magazines. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to be handling Ophelia over her FBI badge. and, and fake badge. Great. I've got my little pistol with me, but I'm a bit nervous about carrying it. Um. Ideally, we are not going to be using any firearms here. This no Glock way. 22 is a prop. Okay. This is a standard issue FBI pistol. It. We're not going in here to shoot anybody. Okay. Um, what if What if you let me know about this before we're going in? Just Just for the record, while you when you pick me up, what did <clears> you tell me? All right, we're going to go in here. We're going to, and and I'm going to have the information. I want to bring with me the information on um, Paul's um, work with the um, analytical medical solutions, as well the yeah. information of um, Riker being a customer of of uh, Ortiz. Okay. So what we're going to go in and we're going to be like, hey, look, you know, you came up during our investigation for you know these murders we want to know how you know these people but we're not going to show him any information sure what's our approach are we are we going to be drilling this dude or are we going to be acting like it's you know a routine kind of yes okay sure okay so it's going to start routine we're going to start casual we're going to slowly ask him questions you know while while we're inside of his place we're just going to be looking around while we're talking to him. At no point in time will both of us not – one of us not be watching him. So as I ask him questions, you'll just walk around the apartment looking, don't touch anything. You know, just sure. kind of nonchalantly. If you come up with any questions that you start asking him as you are asking him questions, I will be you looking look around. around. So yeah. what we're going to do here is just going to start very casual, and if it if he's not – giving us information or if he starts bottling up we're going to guide him towards the information that we already know so we'll start asking him questions that put him in situations that he's not willing to answer questions for so that you know at first we want to appear like we don't know that much and see what we can get from him and if that doesn't work at that point in time we're gonna be like look you know we already know this you know and we're just going to put him there and then see how he reacts and we'll go from there so this is going to be very fluid 
it's going to be a shakedown from top to bottom to see see what falls out. And yeah. and we got William and Kaito will be listening while this happens. If anything happens, you know, we can bring in Kaito. I want I would bring in Kaito first because I I don't want to um I don't want to expose William. You already sure. have enough attention on him. So <laughs> we we don't want to expose William. Chris, when we start approaching, I want to activate all specs when it gets to that point. When we okay. start approaching Brandon and his place, yeah. Okay, and uh, who's getting the Glock? Did, did you? Are you holding on to the Glock? Right? I'm holding on to the Glock. It's okay, it's gotcha. going to be holstered okay. and. Next right. to and next to it, I'll have my badge, and then I'll have my you know identification ready. Okay. So you guys are walking up as he uh, just gave his keys to the valet, and the valet is taking off with this car, and he's turning towards the doors. But you can kind of see he catches you guys walking up out. Let, the let, let, let's left. hold back. I want to hold back because I want I want to be walking up to him when he's walking towards his apartment door. Well, you're gonna have to follow him in behind him. You know what I mean? All right. Because he has to go through these glass doors and take an elevator, you know? Okay. So he turns around and he's starting to walk towards the glass door. Guy who's opening the door before opens the door. Good evening, Mr. Riker. And he's like, hey, how you doing, Joe? And he turns around and is walking through as you guys are walking up. And you see the guy holding the door just kind of looks at you two. But with the door still kind of held, like, like kind of. I'm just going to walk in. Thank you very much. The client closes the door. You know, their apartment's not going to stop people from, you know what I mean, coming in. Yeah. Yeah, you guys see Brendan walk up. He's taking his gloves. He's walking up to the elevator. He takes his gloves off. He hits the up button. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to stand, walk into the elevator, and then look forward like nothing. Like, I don't even know this guy. All right. So the elevator opens. He walks in. He turns around. He sees you two walking in. He just kind of nods to you guys, and he hits, like, ninth floor button. I'm going to go over to to hit a a floor, and -hmm. when I see the ninth floor has already been tapped, I'm just going to leave it alone. (laughs) <laughs> he just kind of nods to you guys. He's standing there looking ahead. I ignore him. You feel the elevator goes up and then bing, opens up. He walks out into the hallway. You can see there's like five doors, two on one side, three on the other. He goes in the middle door on the left where there's three. And he kind of just, you see, he takes his key, opens it up. As he unlocks his door, that's when I want to approach. That's when I want to be like walking up to him. And they're like, Good evening. Uh, you're uh, Mr. Riker, I assume. You kind of see him look at you. He's like, yeah. Uh, who do I have the pleasure to meet here? I'm going to pull out my badge. Uh, Special Agent Halen. Paul Halen. Well, hi. Nice to meet you. Stick and this out. is my uh, associate, Special <laughs> Agent Murtal. He, he shakes your hand. He sh- he's like, ma'am, and he, he offers his hand out. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> shake it like Firmly. Yeah. No nonsense. I I hate to inconvenience you, but uh work on we're working on a case and your name came up. If you wouldn't mind uh letting us come in and ask you a few questions, uh we can make this uh short and quick. Yeah, sure, why not? And you see he kinda opens the door. Please come in and you kinda you see him flip some lights on. You walk in and you're just kinda blown away by how nice this apartment is. Has very fine like carpet on there that's kind of beige color. Nice black leather furniture, big like seventy-two inch wall mounted TV with you know entertainment stuff underneath it. it. Has a walk-up bar like in the corner. 
you see kind of off kitchen area and you kind of realize like, especially this is like the size of some people's homes, you know, that, that, right. side. yeah. But he goes and he's like, yeah, please come on in. He takes his coat off and he like puts it on a coat hanger that's right by the door. Uh, would you, I guess you guys can't drink on business, right? Well, you know, this is informal. So <laughs> well, what, what's your poison? I'll pass. Thanks. Uh, I'll take a bourbon. Neat. All right. On the rock. No, wait a minute. Neat is not on the rocks. All right. <laughs> so he, he pours two and he kind of hands you one and nice like crystal kind of decanter and he hands it to you. I'll take the glass and just sip at it casually as I take, an, take a gander kind of walking around. And he unbuttons his middle or he unbuttons his middle suit jacket button so it kind of opens up and he just takes a seat and a, and a kind of a reclining black leather chair too and so he like kind of offers his motions towards the couch, which kind of faces it. And so, what can I help you with? Uh, I'm gonna walk around him as she's speaking, kind of just okay. keeping an eye on him and glancing around as I as I encircle him. Predatory. I don't want to sit down. Yeah. I'm definitely not sitting down. So I'm you're gonna, both. Not I'm gonna down. stand behind the couch and lean on it and look at him as I All speak. Right. Yeah. Um. What. A, I just said we're I, investigating a murder. Said what oh, we're kind are of you are about. you ta- are you talking about Ramona? You talking about Ramona? Do you know her? Uh, Do you know her? Well, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I'm familiar with her. Oh, half familiar. Uh, <laughs> he just kind of smiles and gives a charming smile. Well, we could say intimately familiar with her. Intimately familiar, as in, um, you knew each other well. Uh. On a professional level. On a professional level. Would you care to elaborate on that? Uh, well, I don't know. I paid for her services, for her companionship. How frequently? So how, did- how frequently? Uh, well, for a while there, I would say it was like at least a couple times a month. But I don't know, it stopped about six months ago. Yeah, why did it stop? Uh, she just retired from the business, you know. So yeah. who are you? Seeking companionship from now, and I'm going to place the glass on the table in front of him. Well, you know, there's never a shortage of people who uh, work in that industry, so I just kind of, whoever offers that meets my needs. And what are those needs? (laughs) Well, detective, uh, or agent, right? You said special agent. Special agent. Uh, I would assume that you kind of get what I'm hinting at here. I don't want to have to plead the fifth, but you think I think you could put two and two together here, which I hope you're not here to arrest before. I wouldn't want to waste my lawyer's time. There's no juries here. All right. Well, I'm not here to check out her services. I I, I enjoy a good evening with the women, and sometimes while I may be charming and can find a good companionship, there's other times where my skills fail me. You know, why not enjoy uh, these services that these fine women can provide? So how did you hear about the murder of Ramona? I mean, you, you said her name pretty quick when I mentioned what we were here for. Well, I tend to read the Twin Cities Tribune and uh, keep up with current events, and that popped out there. Yeah, and how did you feel when you heard about her untimely demise? Well, I'll be frank with you. I felt disgusted. It seemed to be brutal, and I hope they find the monster that did it to her. I'd, li- I'd like to do... Uh... Uh, investigation and uh, perception check as I'm walking around the the room to see if anything in his apartment jumps out at me. Yeah, go ahead and roll difficulty six. So you got uh, three, successes. three successes. 
Oh, three successes. Awesome. Yeah. Do I see anything uh, shoot out at me while I'm looking around this place? Nothing really. Nothing really. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, just just while we're while he's while he was talking to us about Ramona, Harry knew her, the mm-hmm. murder. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to. I kind of want to observe him. I guess using role. maybe. Yeah, perception and see if he's full of shit. And I want to use a point of willpower for that. Uh, perception and empathy. Sure. Di- yeah. Difficulty seven. What What are the two? Uh, you said I've got four total and I'm using a point of willpower here. So you got one success because of the willpower point. Sure. You noticed that you kind of got the sense he wasn't being sincere when he said that he's still partaking of pretty much hot, uh, escort services, but everything else seems legit. Okay. So, like he just seemed to overly state it, just kind of gave you a gut feeling that maybe he's overplaying it a little bit, that he's still hiring hookers. So, so these, these girls that you seek the company of, you know, uh, how often would you say you procure their services on a, let's say, a weekly basis? Oh, wow. We're, uh, <laughs> am I like a suspect here or something? I mean, I don't just see answer what the question. Do, do you feel like a suspect? Well, I feel like when you're kind of questioning me on my sexual habits, uh, I don't know how often I do. Whenever the need suits me. Do you get your Do you get your your clients from the same place you got you found Ramona, or is it somewhere else? Do you have a regular kind of person you deal with? Well, Ramona, I kind of had her own business going on with this lady named that calls herself star. Uh, I call another escort service to provide me ladies now though. What I mean, is I'm always that escort service. Well, Jesus guys, come on now. You're, you're asking me for, what does that have to do with the murder of Ramona? Answer the question. I don't have a name. I have a phone number. Well, what's the phone number? And he's like, pulls out his phone. Look, I mean, you're interested in finding the person that did this to your former acquaintance. Are you not? Well, I am, but this and, is just... And it does occur to you that, that potentially, since she was an escort for a period of time, that there couldn't be potentially other escorts that are in danger? I suppose that makes sense. And he's sitting there looking, and he's like, okay, here's a number, and he gives you a phone number. Now, if I were here because you were soliciting sex for money, which is illegal in Minnesota, we would already be downtown, would we not? And you'd be dealing with my very highly paid lawyer that I have on retainer too, but yes. Yes, though you confess to it willingly that there wouldn't be much there. Needless to say, that's not why we're here. And he just kind of looks at you like amused. Amused. So do you like men too? Do you, do you see men escorts Listen, as well? I don't like the way that this – conversation is going but i'm going to tell you one thing if it continues these questions continue like that i'm going to ask you politely to leave and then you'll be getting a call from my firm i have on retainer not my single lawyer then we'll be pricing harassment charges against you what was the name of your firm and he gives you some random gold and schmidt and associates now you work for analytical medical solutions is that correct yes as a a board member member. yes i am Okay. And who are the other board members of Analytical Medical Solutions? Yeah. Uh, well, their name is Rebecca Powers and Heather Lindsay. Two women, right? Yes, sir. We are a pretty progressive company. So progressive, do, you, do they uh, get escorts as well? 
Is that that progressive? You would have to speak to them, but I'm unaware of that. I, no, frankly, I, I will be speaking with them, but you know, thank you for putting that out there. We'll see so how they uh, feel about this. A young man like yourself, you're quite successful for your age. Uh, what's your secret? You know, what? It, I'll tell uh, you mine if you tell me yours. And he kind of just gives you a smile. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna step back and take a look at, at his apartment. You know, can candidly, you know, opening yeah. up my jacket with my thumb behind my my Glock 22. <laughs> he's just kind of he's just kind of looking at you know the corner of his eye, but he's also looking at Ophelia. You want to know my secret? I worked my ass off. I went to FBI training academy uh, as a as a woman, looking like I do, and and people were. Gave me a lot of shit about this. They told me that I was, you know, a favorite because of my looks. I just stuck my head down, worked my ass off, ignored everyone else. Well, then we have something similar. I got told the same thing. I was a young guy getting into an old man's business. I got told to mind, know my place and wait my time, and I chose not to listen. So it looks like we both got very good traits in us. Okay. So um, how, how in-depth are you in the dealings of analytical medical solutions? Well, seeing that I'm on the board of directors, I would think that I'm very in-depth in the business side of things. I mean, I'm not uh engineer. I don't make our systems, but I don't know. But it's a large business, so you, you have to deal with the the meetings, I would assume. Uh, who, some of them, yeah, a good majority of them, yeah. A good majority. So who handles, like, when who decides the, these these business dealings that you have? Is it purely yourself, or is it a decision made by the entire board? It's a decision made by the board, for the most part. And I'm I'm sure that you have someone who handles the the catering. You wouldn't bother yourself with such details. Uh, yeah, when we do hire catering for like you know whatever for get-togethers or whatnot, who's yeah. Who's the individual that handles that usually? Uh, I don't know, man. I would say it's some kind of manager of some sort. I'd have to look into it to be honest with you. Okay, so no one you know directly. No. Okay. I just got a couple of other questions for you. What can you tell me about Dunstan Ergonic Consultants? He just kind of like stares at you for a second. Mm, not that much. Why? What, are they, what, what do they do for you? What do they? Have, how are they involved with uh, AMS? They're not involved with us at all at the moment. Are they an employee or a consultant of yours? No, not the moment. No, is that someone that you're pursuing business dealings with? I really can't answer that. You can't or won't? I won't. Can I try and pick up if he's being completely honest with us or not? Mm, like what about? Like about whether Dunstan or Gonic Consultants are, you know, when he's saying, no, they're not involved yeah, with us. You know, and empathy again. Uh, sure, four dice. Oh, snap. Damn, boom. You can kind of tell yep. he's, he's very <laughs> guarded, but he seems almost like – you see that he's defensive, he's guarded with the secret, but you're seeing that it brings up a sense of annoyance and anger out of him, like the subject. Okay, I want to praise him a bit. Uh, kind of, go, I, I feel like you're holding something back about this company. Um, he stands you know, up, and you see him. He buttons his his jacket. He's like, "Really? It's it's getting late. If there's nothing else, I'm gonna take a look in the his eyes mm-hmm. and use dominate and tell him to sit down." What dominated power are you using? I'm going to just start with the, the first level. 
All right, so you could say one word command. Okay, well, then we'll go with the second one. Dominate second, mesmerize. Your role a manipulation plus leadership difficulty equal to the target's permanent willpower, which is seven. The number of successes determines how well the suggestion takes hold in the victim's subconscious. Because I'm speaking to him, I'm going to get a plus, a minus two to the difficulty. So it's difficulty five. Boom. So you got two successes. So you can give him a suggestion that wouldn't seem odd, like sitting down would be one that works. So you kind of see like he looks a little like shocked and he like sits down rather roughly on his couch or on his uh in his reclining chair. I'm going to push this a little bit further and say that uh, still using dominate. You're going to have to roll again. Yeah, I realize that. Okay, cool. We're, we're here to help you and find the murderers of Ortiz, and you want to help us. And I'm going to use a point of willpower to, to press this further. You got three successes. So And I are... have a specialty in persuasion. Boom. So you got four successes, which four successes for dominate. Uh, three or four successes, the command is effective unless following it endangers a subject. Uh, five successes, no matter how strong Kinswell is, command cannot force a subject to harm himself directly. All right, so he sits down, and he's like, I don't know about the murder. I can't help you with what I don't know. I'm not understanding you. You kind of see he gets like this sense of panic. It's almost like his, you're, you put him in a mental rut because you're, you're requesting for him to do something, but he doesn't have the means to help you. So you see it's like almost causing a panic in him a little bit. I'm going to press his glass of bourbon up to him and pick up the other glass that he had offered me and take a sip and take a step back. Just let him relax for a little bit. He sits back down. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to use dominate. I'm just going to be like, everything's going to be okay, Brandon. You know. You see he's sweating a little bit, but like he's taking a, his hands are a little shaky. He's taking a sip. I don't. This, I, is, I don't, this is really good. What, what, what is this? And he just spouts off some <laughs> high-end shit that I don't know about. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm going to have to come here and drink more often. You see, he, just, he, he said they're sweating. And Bobby right, seems to mellow out. I'm going to repeat my question. So do you think you could tell us a little bit about Dunstone Ergonic Consultants? They're a company that we're potentially making a deal with, okay? That's it. That's all I know. I don't agree Seats. with the deal. No, that's good. Why Why don't you agree with the deal? Is there something that you have uh, against the company, or do you feel that this is a dangerous endeavor? I'm just more he sets, the, he sets the glass down. You see him kind of like wiping his face and like rubbing his eyes. He's groaning a little bit. He's just like, and this isn't the dominate. It's just the, the whole situation. You know what I mean? He's like, because I don't agree with selling 25% of our fucking company to them. All right. You happy? Oh, that. That sounds uh, like a very interesting situation. Yeah. All right. Anyway, if we can just continue on. Um, not too long ago, uh, your company had um, catered an event. Do you remember that event at all? Oh, we've had multiple events where we've hired caterers. We don't cater to anyone. But no, that's what I mean is that, you know. I mean, honestly, there's so many that I don't even attend. It just depends on if we have a client, potential client company coming over or someone of our salesmen are giving up, I don't know, are giving a, uh, some kind of uh, uh, presentation. I'm going to, I'm going to mention the date that Paul had catered at their business. To see he's like, that. he's like, frankly, that doesn't ring a bell to me, honestly. Not at all. You don't keep track of these at all. No, probably our finance department or someone in HR planning. I don't know. It's, it's kind of below me not to sound 
like an yep. asshole. Completely understand. Completely understand. You sit in a high position as a board member on a, a very successful company that's on the verge of, you know, branching out with another company. You see his hands are shaking while he's grabbing his drink and he's trying to steady it with two hands. W- would you like some more? No, no. Just please, can we get this get this done with? Absolutely. And and I, I appreciate your candor in talking to us. This this is definitely, you know, clearing the air with uh, where we need to proceed forward. So I appreciate he puts the glass down, he puts his elbows on his knees, he's just like putting his face in his hands right now. I'm gonna walk around to the side of him and just kinda like gently place my hand on his shoulder. Kinda <laughs> Don't you fucking touch me, man. Don't oh, touch me. I'm Don't sorry. touch me. All right? Please, are you done? You fucking ruined my night. You fucking, can you just go? I've told you everything, okay? Oh, really? Are you familiar with a, a Paul? No, what the fuck are you talking about? Just leave me alone. I told you. What the fuck? I don't get what you want from me. You're fucking, and he's a senior. He's, he's like grabbing his head. You're starting gonna... to realize, Ophelia, you're starting to realize this is not like, maybe you're getting a sense that this dude's mind is about to break a little bit here, you know? Yeah, Okay. Dave, you're definitely noticing you're kind of mind-fucking him a little bit right now, you know? Oh, yeah, which is good. I like that. Paul window. that's what it was. <laughs> my my character has an epiphany. You know, John has an epiphany. I, 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 don't, I don't know who that is, man. Paul Hughes, he... Uh, I, don't, I don't know who Paul Hughes is. I don't no, know what you okay, want to tell you. I understand. You, you don't know who Paul Hughes is. Let Hughes. me tell you who whom Paul Hughes is. He's the victim of a brutal murder, and he also happened to work as a caterer for your he's, company. He slams his hand on his, like the, the little end table by his chair, and knocks his glass over. What the fuck do you not get that I told you I would help you? I don't fucking know how I can help you. Please just tell me what the fuck I can do, but I don't know anything about this fucking murder. You knew Ramona. She's dead. This guy, Paul, catered for your company. He's dead. I can't help you. And you see him like he's like sitting there like grabbing his head like he has a migraine. I think we – I think I think it's time we left. This, guy's, <laughs> this guy needs some company that isn't ours to help him relieve some stress. Okay. I'm going to use forgetful mind on this guy. After capturing the gaze to delve into the subject's memories – Stealing, recreating them at whim. Uh, the degree of detail used to distract Baron on how strongly new memories take hold since the victim is simplistic or incomplete false memory. You went to the movies last night, crumbles more quickly than something descriptive. In the simplest application, the forgetful mind requires tremendous skill and finesse. It is real to, yeah. I'm just going to be affecting the, the last like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Okay. So this. I got, I'm checking with the wits plus subterfuge targets willpower score. So wits plus subterfuge difficulty seven. It's going to be uh, five dice minus okay. two to the difficulty because I'm talking him through this. All right. So it'll be difficulty Difficult. five, and I'm going to go ahead and use one last point of willpower. All right. So one, two, three. Oh! oh! But you did get five successes, which is the most, and it says may reconstruct entire periods of subject's life, but you said you don't want to go to that extreme. But you're just going to change the last 20 minutes, you said? Yeah, that, you know, we came in, asked a few questions, and that, you know, everything went well. 
we we he answered all of our questions to our satisfaction and we left the evening and he feels vindicated that he helped us with potentially you know moving forward with our case and you see and you're really kind of you find this really eerie ophelia where you see like his sweating stop and you see like the whole panic that he had where he was like about to look like he's about to have a mental breakdown just kind of like melt away from him and he kind of looks at his glass that's on the floor. He's like, whoa, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I, I, he's like, I guess I'm not like when I was younger. I have a couple sips and I'm all knocking stuff over. And he like is picking it up and everything. He's like, oh, you know, well, I'm glad I could help you out and everything. And, and uh, yeah, if there's anything else, you know how to contact me. And he's like, matter of fact, you seem to take out a wall and takes out this card here. You, you can contact me here. Here's my cell. Thank you very much. I'll take his, his number. All right. Are you satisfied uh, with everything here, uh, Mrs. Murtaugh? I'll I'll just kind of give him a nod, and I'll look back at um, Brandon and give him a bit of a flirty smile and say thanks for your cooperation. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. He smiles, and he leads you guys to the door and opens up the door for you guys, and then you hear when you walk out, it locking behind. Well, that didn't provide us with much information. Is the speakerphone still on? Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, well, we know that he's a bit nervous about EMS being bought, partially bought out by this Dunstone Ergonics. Yeah, that's true. And the company's going to be selling 25% of their their business to him. That's a, a large, not a controlling amount of stock, but definitely a... a um, How does this relate to the murders, though? I'm not you know, entirely If at all, it could be a red herring. Yeah. Let's uh let's meet back up with William. Should we uh think, retire yeah. to uh, G- your your restaurant to collaborate on this? I mean, sure, let's head back to my place. I guess. Yeah, we could I go think to that Williams. would probably be a bad idea if yeah, we just true. all into William's place. If anybody's watching, true. Well, you could pretend to interview William. You could pretend to interview William, like you know. Go in there, pretend to interview with him, and then come back out saying like, "Okay," because because that reporter guy mentioned that what people were noticing William were yeah. about. So no, we're going to Juno's then. <laughs> Juno's it is. Aww. John, do you think he knows anything about the murder? What did you think? What was the impression you got from him? Um, I don't believe he knows anything about the murders. Oh, I don't but think so he, I think I think he knows more than he realizes he knows. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you. He might know something related to it without realizing it. Is that what you mean? Yes, uh, I, I think um, there, there's too many too many um, cords in this this web that we're looking yeah. at. Yeah, I've got to find the link between the party that was catered for and I mean, he, yeah, both our murder victims. They're kind of common link between them is AMS at the moment, whether through Brandon or whether through catering for their events. Yeah, I would have to agree. So let's find out what company did this catering, do you think? Or we could definitely look into Dunstan Ergonic Consultants. Dunstan. If we could find out what this event that was catered for actually was, whether that, I don't know if it will give us any information, but it could Potentially, you know. Yeah, I I definitely think that would be something to find out as well. All right, let's head back to the restaurant. 
All right, you guys head back to the restaurant. The you restaurant. Know. It's uh, closed it's, now. It's there, right? Yeah, it's around one. I'd say one a.m. right now. Oh uh, no, yeah, one a.m. We'll be. We'll be yeah, we'll it's be closed up. Yeah. So you guys go ahead in there. You got about four more hours of the evening. What are you guys going to do for the four hours, or do you guys want to cut to the next day? Or no, we're, we're going to oh. talk. Huh? Yeah, let's fill in everyone on what just happened as well. And let, kind of- let, let's look through the information that we already have and see if we can determine who that that event was for. What through the re- the receipts and and that and that information? I don't think you got anything that could help you provide that. To be honest with you, no, no. Hey, I got something that made me think of something. So. So Dunstern is wanting to buy 25% from AMS. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, huh. so tell me, does don't like scandals with volatile companies usually like send prices down for them? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking is what if we were supposed to, because you saw how Brad, he did, he didn't seem to know anything. What if someone wanted us to look for AMS and connect them to the murders? In order to uh, implicate him in a potential scandal to lower the value of the stock in AMS? Maybe, maybe yeah, make it easier for Dunstern to buy them out? I mean, just buy them more, 25%, maybe something like that? Help them get a foot into the, you know, help them get a foothold into the company. Okay, that 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 is a possibility, but what would that have to do with the murders? Like I don't, I don't. Maybe if they were done to implicate AMS. I don't, I, I don't. But that then what is it I don't know. I'm I'm just throwing out ideas here. I honestly, I am. It's like our biggest lead is turning out to be like we don't know where we're going with this. I I don't know. I'm getting lost. Can I can I do like a maybe a, a perception and investigation to see if maybe we potentially overlooked anything that maybe was in my head that I, I, I saw, but didn't click at the time. Mm, I mean, yeah, we could try. Uh, we'll do difficulty eight. What's your perception and investigation? It's going to be six dice. So two successes and you can't think of anything else that you overlooked. William, uh-huh. why would Dunstan Ergonics want to buy into AMS? I don't know. Maybe it's front company for someone else. Maybe they already have another company, and together they might have enough shares to, you know, roll them. Now they're also involved with Colburn Trust Company. How does that? How does that factor in? You now that you have a little bit more information, you could do, you could do another role if you want to, William. Okay. Yeah, let's do intelligence and finances. Difficulty six. He feels now. At least oh, you didn't botch. He's, he's doing improvement. Yeah, you don't see anything else different. As, as William is doing this, it gets closer towards morning time, so you guys feel the pull to go back to your havens. Okay, let's let's meet up here tomorrow and um, yeah. see what we can come up with. Wake up, you blow blood pool point. Katow, your phone rings. Hello. Hey, is, is this Katow? Is this that kid who went and spoke to me? And you recognize the voice of that Cynthia lady from the union you spoke to? Yeah, yeah, Listen to me right now. Listen, I'm calling you before the fucking cops, but I just fucking one of my people found a room today that's all kinds of fucked up, but there's no fucking body, but there's blood and a bunch of fucking shit any, everywhere. Okay, okay. okay. Like, where, where, where is it? Where is it? And she gives you, it's called the Piedmont Inn, 
It's a seedier motel on the St. Paul side of things. Oh, okay, okay. Get them to like hold off for uh, an hour. I've been holding it off all fucking day. So if you want to look at this thing before the fucking pigs get your ass over here, all right? Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm, 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 I'm on my way now. I'm on my way right now. Like, hang up and like call everyone else. Be like, guys, guys, we, we, there's another room, another room. Uh, you know, the, the pie mod or whatever it is. Just like get here now. Get here. I don't care what you do. Just get here now. Just, just want to say I've got a. Bit of, I get a bit of a sinking feeling in my gut because I really don't want to have to see another room full of blood and guts. And I'm a bit and dreading this. You guys are all heading there? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll head here. All right. Oh. So you guys roll up to this inn. It's sno- been snowing throughout the day. So uh, you see some snow drifts. There's not a lot of tension, obviously. There's a single, two street lights, but a single one's out. The I'm going to bring a box of latex gloves. All right. You roll in. There's not, it's one of those where, again, where you don't go through a hallway where the doors are faced out. It's a single floor, single layer. And Catel, when you drive in, uh, you kind of see that lady. She has like a park on. She's smoking a cigarette. You could kind of just make out her form standing along there. Yeah, just be like, oh, okay, Cynthia, is that, is that you? She, yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah, just come here, please. And she kind of runs up and kind of catches you off guard by hugging you, which kind of makes you realize just how helpless this lady and these people are to whatever's happening, you know? And I'm, I'm there as well, is that correct? Yeah, you guys are all rolling up. You roll up when you see Katow, like, hugging some, some figure. Looks like to be a lady in a parka jacket in the parking lot of this hotel while it snows. I'd be like, okay, so I got, I got my, I got some people here with me. We're gonna take a look at it, and we're doing our best. Everyone, everyone in the city is doing their best to make sure this thing ends. Okay. I just knew you would help before the cops. I just don't want to see anything. I don't even know whose blood this is or anything. But here, come here. There's only so long I can keep you. And she's like, Who is this man? Who is this lady? Uh, uh, one of the maids. Uh, I know some people with from this uh part from this industry. So come on, just. Come on, How many people know about this? Just me and the lady who found it, but we're keeping it between ourselves. Who are you? Uh, these are my people. The, we, uh, there's some people who uh, like know how to uh, help help me know help me learn things when stuff. I had to call some favors in. So, yeah, just they work for the union too. Uh, no, it, it's more like uh, I'm going to show her my badge. Some special agent Halen, Paul I Halen. Did, I didn't call the cops though. I don't uh, want to get the cops involved. No, don't, don't worry. That's no, okay. No, no. This is the FBI. We're going to keep things on the wrap for the moment. And um, we'll take a look and see what we got going on here. No reason to get excited. I appreciate you uh, contacting. What, what is he going by? Are you going by your actual name? Yeah, yeah, know. yeah people actually know who I am. A friend of uh, Mr. Katow here. And we're going to take a look and see what we have going on. So you guys follow her to a room that's marked nine. Jeez. I'm going to hand the box of latex gloves around and put on a pair. You see that she's kind of shaking when she's trying to get the key because it uses the normal keys, not the, you know, the fancy hotel keys <laughs> that, you know, like Holiday Inn has. So she's sitting here like trying to open it with, but her hands all shaking and she just kind of hands it to Katown. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll take the keys and all right. open the door. Emma, slowly open the door. Is the lights on? Yeah, the light is on, and I need you to roll a self-control roll difficulty seven. No ones. No whammies. Ooh, you failed. I failed. Everyone roll me a perception and alertness difficulty six. All right, you got one success. Katow, William, 
Okay, four successes. Four. What did you get, uh, Katow? So one, two, three successes. Three. Yeah. So, William, you're noticing as you're looking because no one else can tell, but you see the side of Jonathan's face when he opens the door. But you see his eyes go from looking normal to all of a sudden they start they get dark, completely black, and you see his brow starts to rise up and his, his as if his nostrils are starting to flare out. And you realize that he's about the beast is starting to come out on him right now. Gorgeous, oh, I'll let you spend a willpower point to try to subdue it, but you need to get out of the vicinity of the room ASAP or you're going to frenzy right now. All right. I'll go ahead and do that and take a step back. Yeah, like you need to be out of sight. You can't even see the room. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, when I mean I'm taking a step back, I only open the door, so I'm okay. stepping out of view of, of the, the room. All right. You, I would suggest with spending the willpower point, you might want to take a little bit of walk because your features are definitely a little bit more bestial than would definitely put off put Cynthia who's standing there with you guys, you know? Well, I'm yeah, not going to so, look at her. I'm going to turn away from her. Okay, gotcha. And and drop the keys into William's hands as I take a step away. And deep breath. <laughs> what happened is when you opened the door, you just saw a room that was pretty much had like a five foot by five foot puddle of blood that was on the ground, on the on the carpet there. Blood was splattered all across the wall. You see chains hanging. Again, similar style, but you see chains hanging there, but no body. William, let me get. Uh, what are you gonna do, William? Because you haven't looked in the room yet. You just see that he. Yeah, down I'm gonna take Cynthia and sort of push her away from the room. It's like, ma'am, you don't need to see this. You know, you I know just, it's really hard for you. She's like, I'll be over there having a cigarette. And you see her trying to like light another cigarette with a cigarette while she walks away. You other two realize that Jonathan almost frenzied there. I ain't going in. <laughs> Well, this is a problem. So while you guys are standing there, I want you all to roll a perception and alertness difficulty eight. All of us? Yeah, all of you. One success. One success. I got one success. Dave has one success. Who got the most? So you got one. You both got William and Katal. You both notice. You're sitting there. You're like, fuck. Jonathan just almost frenzied. None of us, you guys are all afraid to go in the room. And as you're looking around, you look across the street because there's like a kind of a busy road that the hotel is off of. And you see across the street, there's like a U-Haul that's there, uh, like a storage kind of U-Haul area. And in your mind, it clicks. Wait a second. That's a place that most likely would have cameras that, you know, that is in the area. It just kind of clicks you where you're trying to figure out this whole situation in your head. So first thing we have to do with this room, and then we can go with the cameras. Uh, Ch- Chase, you, how about you uh, walk, it off, walk off, walk it off, and like, go over there and check out the cameras. We, there might be cameras to show them, like, you know, what happened here. Celia should too. Yeah. You know what? Before we do that, I'm not going in the room. I want to get my phone, and I want to stick my hand in the room and take photos without looking. Just snap a bunch of photos. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead and do that. But they gave me a self-control roll difficulty like five because you could smell the blood still Three, there. Three dice. All right. Click, click, click. I ain't going in there. Oh, one success. You kind of do it barely, but you feel like this, like, just like clawing on the back of your throat a little bit, but you're able to get the pictures before it really affects you. Jonathan, you're kind of shaken a little bit by the whole situation, too, by feeling the beast come so close to coming out there. Your cool, your cool demeanor was the facade came out a little bit there, you know? <clears throat> I'm going to walk across the street to this U-Haul place. You guys notice a little bit that Jonathan's, would you say you're being a little bit introverted right now? 
I would say that. How would your character handle it, I guess? Like what just happened, I guess, Bailey? Almost totally losing his shit? Yeah. Definitely um, not saying a whole lot at the moment. I mean, didn't say anything, just kind of walked away. It was kind of a. William, you're the only one who knows he about frenzied. Other you other two are just kind of like, you know, notice that he's just kind of walking that direction without saying anything. It was kind of a checkout. Yeah. All right, anyone going William, with Jonathan? I'm going to take the house and ask, like, let's go. Okay, so William and John are going. Juno, you are staying there with Katow, so. So I close the door. I'll probably, like, look at the pictures and be like, oh, yeah. Just, like, turn the sit together, like, yeah, this is, good. this is a bit messier than what we're dealing with. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to, fine. Uh, I don't want to look at them. We're going to cut to Jonathan and William, then we'll get back to you two real quick, all right? Okay. So you guys are walking across the street. You wait for traffic. John, you're obviously shaking. Is it busy? You know? No, not super busy, you know. I'm not John, waiting for traffic. William knows Jonathan's just kind of moving in a beeline, being oddly introverted. You can sense Jonathan William is kind of by you right now, but obviously you're dealing with your own thing right now. Yeah, it, it's kind of be like a, a, a long stride walking across the street, only gently checking to make sure I don't get hit by a car as I range walk. That means walk at a very brisk pace. It's going to be like to the door, like kind of just definitely thrust the door open as I'm walking in. So there, there's definitely no smoothness or candor to anything. It's very, very brisk. You see a 20 year old like lady sitting there. looks like she's probably mother has bangs that curled in the North. You know, it doesn't look to be too much up on fashion. looks like actually the years have been kind of rough on her. William, were you going to say something? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to talk to Jonathan. You, know, you need blood? No, I'm fine. Sure, sure. So you walk in the door. Boom. She, you just see her look up. She's on the computer. She's like, hello, can I help you, gentlemen? She's going to get almost hit with my, my credentials. Like in the face. She just backs up and is like kind of, you can tell she feels uneasy around you a little bit right now. No, well, she can tell I'm uneasy at the moment. You can feel the tension, William, and you can cut the, cut the tension with a knife right now. I'm, like, sort of, yeah. I'm just going to, you know, stand there in the corner with my arms crossed, you know, let Jonathan take out his anger. I need all of the security footage for the last 24 hours now. Yeah, um, um, and you see, she just, it's back here, please. And she just kind of guides you back to like a little, like behind the desk, there's a door. You see, she goes up to a computer. There's a computer there. William, are you staying out there or are you coming with them? Uh, I'm coming with them, definitely. All right. You guys Make both sure walk Jonathan in. Jonathan doesn't do something stupid. Right? And she just, kind of ba- she just kind of backs off and kind of shows you the cameras. Give me, Jonathan, uh, intelligence to computers, difficulty six. What is that for you? So you got uh, four successes. You're sitting there. You're just taking out your fucking frustration, the fact that you lost control for a little bit. There's like sitting- keys flying off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you see that there's a camera pointed there. And you're sitting there forwarding it, forwarding it through, forwarding it through, forwarding it through. And then all of a sudden you see a group of five walking in the room. It's hard to make out the shapes because their backs are towards you. You see them go in there. You're forwarding and forwarding. You're forwarding. It's about two hours later. It looks like it's about, let's say, about roughly 3.30 the previous morning when you guys were all fucking talking and Junos. And you see the fucking door come open up and you see people come walking out and you, and you pause it and you're like, you see, one guy looks like a tall African-American. The other one looks like a blonde female. And you're like, man, this kind of looks like how the shitty quality, maybe it might be that lady that you saw on the other two tapes. You see another blonde lady walk out. Then you see a chick 
with a jack, like a blanket and a jacket strung over her. She looks like she's shivering and she has like darker hair and it's hanging in her face. But you see she's smiling and you see everyone else is smiling. And then you see two hands on her shoulders as she's walking out. And then you see the face of Brandon Riker as the door. He walks this out the door. Bitch. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called White Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.